0: james altucher welcome to question of the day welcome to new york city well i'm glad to be here you've been living here a while yeah i've kind of moved here full time how do you like it i love it you know new york city is amazing because every hour of the day you could fill with like something totally different you can have different meetings uh, along different businesses. Everything's kind of close to each other. It's all on an island. You can go to different shows, different events. Anything you're interested in is here. I don't mean to be an advertisement for New York, but living here as opposed to commuting here, I'm really getting reconnecting with the city I kind of grew up in and around and it's just a great city to live in. Glad you're having a good but time. it's also disgusting in a lot of ways and yeah, noisy, yeah, smelly. Yeah. So I, my question is actually
1: about New York City. Sort of. It is. Wow. And
0: yet it's not. Segway.
1: Yeah, that was segway That was a good Segway. Appreciate it. So I was walking the other day up Broadway on the Upper West Side, and I passed a Marshall's. You know what Marshall's department store is? Like a clothing store? I don't really know. it. I don't no, really know either. Yeah. It's a department store. Is it like discount? I don't know. All right. I mean, no. I mean, kind of, yeah, but it's like uh it's a department store. They had purses for ladies, they had belts for men, they had clothing, some non-clothing things. It's a de- it's a department what store. What non-clothing thing? You know, um like a purse. maybe umbrellas. I guess that's clothing. I don't know. I didn't spend a lot of time there. I just looked in the window and I recognized the logo. I'd seen the Marshall's logo somewhere in my brain in the past. But I'd never seen a Marshalls before, and there's one on the Upper West Side, and and it inspired a question, which is the following. James, has the United States become more like New York City, or has New York City become more like the United States? And I encourage you to interpret that as
0: narrowly, as broadly as you want. I think— New York City has become. Oh, I don't know, that's a really You're difficult torn. question. You're torn. Yeah, because you know what? Here's the thing. Look at uh, the. So I was just visiting the other day, eastern Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, long, really? Yeah. Were, long were story. Were you seeing Larry Holmes there?
0: He does live there. Yes, but I wasn't seeing him um, for a variety of reasons. Do I want
1: to not know the reasons?
0: No. It's was it a not, criminal
1: enterprise? N- no. The mayor. Oh, of you eastern were checking in on your meth farm.
0: The, the mayor of Eastern Pennsylvania gave me a tour of this city and I figured because that sounds why? like a fun fun thing to do. How was it? Uh, it was great, but what was really interesting to me is here's this city that's just an hour and 20 minutes outside of New York and prices were ridiculously cheap. Like to rent a oh, one bedroom... Wait, wait, b- wait, wait, wait. Stop right there. Mm-hmm. Were prices for anything other than real estate ridiculously cheap? No, but real estate's a big part of your it, it is uh, paycheck. But, you can right. work in New York and make a New York City okay, paycheck fair enough, fair enough. And one third of your one third to I'm just saying when you say prices, it's
1: like I'm guessing that like a hamburger is not necessarily you. You can get hamburgers easily
0: as cheap in New York City. Okay, so I'll, I'll change it for if you draw a compass of an hour and twenty minutes around New York City. Yeah. Then for other comparable locations your quality of life measured by what you could buy would be much higher in okay. Easton because so much of paycheck goes towards real estate. Okay. But one of the things is is that a lot of cities like that have seen population declines over the decades because all the people move to New York or L.A. or Chicago. It's why these cities are the biggest cities. But wait a minute, said the skeptic.
1: That doesn't make any sense. If the other places are more expensive, why aren't people staying in the cheap places?
0: I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to that. It is interesting. But, but the reality that? is this populations go down, which is but what you're looking at cause and effect. That's why real estate's cheaper, because everyone's leaving. There you go. So, and also, we should say, a larger share of the U.S. and global
1: population is urban today than ever before in history. Right. So that which would, was totally unpredicted
0: as well. So that would sort of suggest that New York City is becoming like the rest of the country, because if, mm-hmm. if, if most of New York City is, or most of L.A. is made up of transplants from sure. you know other smaller towns and cities and, farms and whatever, then you would think that these big cities would start to look like the other places, but I don't really think that's true either. Well,
1: there's also, I mean, if you bring L.A. into the conversation, if we look at just L.A. and New York as kind of the twin but very different examples of kind of concentrated leverage in America, right? There's a lot of people, there's a lot of wealth, there's a lot of influence and therefore a lot of leverage and if you just look at something like entertainment so let's say some high percentage of all national tv and film comes out of offices and or studios and or brains and or bank accounts in new york and la right so for the past many 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 years it's new york and la that have been giving the rest of the us and the rest of the world the impression of what's funny of what's dramatic of what's interesting of what journalism is and so on so does that mean that that brand of thinking and leverage and interest has seeped into the rest of the country and the world or perhaps not
0: i don't know i really don't know the answer to this question Mm. at all i don't you know you can argue that yeah like you said that's a good point all all of media basically is based in new york city or la i mean it's not true there are like you know there there's well there's like nashville for a big part of the music scene but just in terms of like most of what we see on tv and Mm -hmm. movies comes from new york city or or la Take a moment to listen to this message while we figure out where this answer is headed.
1: Great news, everyone. Fracture is back to sponsor another episode of Question of the Day. Fracture is a photo company on a mission to print your digital images directly on glass. Yes, on glass. And the results are eye-popping. Each glass print has a solid mount pad on the back so you can hang it right on the wall out of the box. No frames needed. They even include the wall anchor. The inks and colors of your photo really pop and the frameless mount gives it a sleek, modern aesthetic. Fracture glass prints start at just $15, with free shipping on orders over $100. And amazingly, they also offer a risk-free 60-day happiness guarantee for every purchase. See how Fracture brings your photos to life at Fracture.me. And be sure to mention that you heard about them from Question of the Day in their one-question survey at checkout. It helps support this show. So I looked at the New York City tourism numbers just to see, you know, cuz I've lived here for um oh gosh, long time now, more than way more than 20 years. And um I moved when I moved here, no one, I mean, the city was in bad shape. Um crime-wise, financially not as bad as we thought, but still pretty bad, and none of the smart money, no smart people were predicting that New York City was going to yeah, there was bankrupt. Boom, much less, you know, no one was predicting it was even going to, you know, level off, much less turn around and boom. So the, the, the tourism stats that I looked up, they only went back to about 15 years or so. But the total visitors to New York City in the last full year for which I could find was for 2014 was 56.5 million people to New York City. That is of whom, by the way, what share would you say are domestic?
0: Uh, I don't know. Because I really had no idea what it would be. I mean, it depends if when the dollar was weak as opposed to when the dollar was strong. Yeah, it's been kind of generally weak that, almost. Since 2001, Yeah, 2002. Yeah, so,
1: but this is for just, let's say for the past five years, what share of visitors to New York would you say are domestic? I
0: would just say it's like 50-50. Eh, good
1: guess, 80. 80% domestic. It was okay. higher than I thought. Right. I would have guessed something like 50, yeah. 50. But anyway, in 2014, 56.5 million visitors. Just 10 years earlier, it was not even 40 million. So a massive, massive you know, influx of other people coming here, including most of them coming from across the rest of the country. And I guess I often think about New York as the place in America where a lot of Americans want to come to have fun and see shows, whatever, but also to look at like a style of life that they don't want <laughs> to actually live but they just want to see like what it is, and whether you think it's exciting or over the top or whatever. But I guess I always think of it as like we are, in a way, a kind of cool zoo that it's, people don't want to be like. But I don't know, maybe— but It's so
0: hard to generalize on that because 25 years ago, like you were mentioning, New York City was a dangerous place to visit. Now, it's completely harmless. You just look at, since 1994, the transformation of 42nd Street from the street of— Prostitutes and drugs to the Disneyfication of Times Square Street. is
1: the number one tourist destination in the United States. So, and so look at and it, all it is
0: is The Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, and you know, a bunch of Disney shows. Well, it's
1: the intersection, right? I mean, it's shopping, and now it's closed. By the way, if you haven't been to Times Square in a long time, I don't know, do you ever go to Times Square? Never. It's pretty much totally closed to car traffic now. So it feels really, really, really different, and I see why people love to go there. It's, you know, you're standing in the middle of what some people consider one of the greatest cities on earth and just standing there for, you know, a couple of acres of nothing but other people who are doing the same as you with no cars around, which really changes it. It's one, it's one reason—I love New York. I've lived here a long time. It's one reason New York is, in my view, not— Always as awesome as we think is because there are cars everywhere. So like even on the upper west side, which yeah, there's is so
0: much noise a in New York. Pretty
1: docile, a pretty peaceful, beautiful neighborhood, the Upper West Side, you've got these avenues, Amsterdam, Columbus, Broadway, where a lot of cars go really fast all the time, as opposed to pockets of other cities where you can just walk and really feel like you're in a city, but you're not, you know, next to a highway, which is one thing that really makes New York But look, but on I think the other there's hand, a lot of
0: mid-level cities like let's call it uh Boston. Pittsburgh, you know, a lot of these cities that are kind of like second or third tier, not in quality, but just in terms of size, where you do get that. But New York City, L.A., you don't really get that. Get what? The the, the feeling of uh, cars are problems in in major cities where everybody wants to go, almost by definition. Everybody yeah. wants to get in here. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of cars coming. That's why L.A. traffic is a huge problem in New York.
1: I tell you, one thing I am grateful for, th- this is the the upside of the problem of all those cars in New York on the avenues The reason they're able to go relatively so many so fast relatively is because of the grid system, right? We've got a lot of straight roads, and I am grateful every day for the grid. One of my favorite things about living in Manhattan is I always know exactly where I am because it's laid out on a grid. Whereas when I'm in London— Or San Francisco. Or San Francisco or Paris. I never figure it out. I go around one curved street for like 500 yards— And I have a pretty bad sense of direction. I have
0: no idea, like, where is the river? Where is the city? I'm totally lost. So wait, what do you think? Do you think the rest of the country is looking more like New York City? I I still don't really get a sense of this question. I
1: think a little bit
0: the opposite. So, like, there's a, a common
1: complaint among New Yorkers that, oh, we don't want stores like Marshall's and Home Depot and Lowe's and fast food chains because we're becoming just
0: like everywhere else. Yeah, but there's also a space consideration. Home Depot is like the Death Star in size. It would, but there can- is Home Depot in New York now. There is a Lowe's hardware.
1: In Lincoln but, but, Center, at Lincoln Center, there is a
0: Lowe's hardware. Yeah, but when you go out like to a suburb and go to a Home Depot, it's infinitely big. Like, there is no end to the Home Depot. Do you want to rephrase that? It's infinitely big? Is there literally no end to the Home Depot? There's no end to the to Home s- Depot. You've taught me about it, infinity. It, it, home Depot <laughs> is like seven thousand miles long in the suburbs. <laughs> like you, it's like, it's like breaking out of the atmosphere.
1: But if I had to answer my own question, which I realize is unanswerable, I would say that the rest of the U.S. has become more like New York than New York has become like the rest of the U.S. I feel like New York is still a relatively singular place in many ways that are not only, I won't say they're unchangeable, they haven't changed much the ways in which New York reinvents itself, the way New York is an engine of change and many other things, not all good, hypocrisy, many, many other things. But I think that it is singular among American places in that. And I think it's, it's, it hasn't changed that much in that regard. And I don't think you replicate that easily elsewhere, even if you wanted to.
0: Well, uh, I think there's something prescriptive there which where if you live outside of New York, you can start, because of globalization and you don't have to be in any one location anymore for, for many or most jobs or many side jobs and so on, uh, you can um, start to build or or build your own New York-style life of opportunity wherever you are at cheaper prices but still seek out the same opportunities mm. that New Yorkers have. And uh, that's the direction I would go if I was young now and trying to seek out my fame and fortune.
1: Let me ask you one final question. If there were one characteristic of New York City that you would identify as, you know, largely, maybe not unique to New York, but very characteristic of it, that someone would do well to emulate or replicate elsewhere, what would it be?
0: I, well, I don't know how, um, how you do this, but I think that feeling of, if I make it here, I can make it anywhere, Because I think now more than ever you can make it anywhere, and so you don't have to come to New York to to make it big in whatever your field or of interest is. I know I know people in any city or town in the United States who 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 are doing well at things that traditionally you could have only done well Mm -hmm. in major cities.
1: Well, I still want them to come here because I live here, and I want all the. I still want the best. But you
0: can't have it both ways. It's the hypocrisy. You can't have. I I said we're hypocritical. Then you're gonna have cars down (laughs) Amsterdam Avenue. Well, I think that's the end of all of our podcasts forever. Oh, wait, wait. you're saying there's another one? Okay, well, right after this, we'll hear about it. Thanks again to
1: Fracture for sponsoring today's episode. Fracture wants to bring your digital images into the physical world by printing them directly on glass. Fracture glass prints start at just $15, with free shipping on orders over $100. See how Fracture brings your photos to life at Fracture.me. Be sure to mention that you heard about them from Question of the Day in their one-question survey at checkout. It helps support this show. Join us next time on Question of the Day, which will sound something like this.
0: Okay, here's from the Choose Yourself group, Matt Herndon. His question, what's the excuse you both make? Uh, But I'm going to start with you.
1: only a guy with a name like Herndon would... Accuse us right off the bat of making excuses
0: Well I make excuses sometimes oh. But I'm going to ask you first What's the excuse you make the most That you want to stop making Question of the day Is produced and mixed by Nathan Rossborough With Allison Hockenberry